Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, Ultimate One. I'm coming to you live from a cloudy New York City um, on Thursday. Um, and uh, there's not a lot of things to say or report, really, on the wrestling world after this weekend's um, All Out, uh, Royal Quest, and NXT UK. Uh, I think the only, pretty much, the big story that came out of All Out uh, a couple of days later was that Jericho lost his AEW World title. Apparently, they say that he went to eat at a, at a steakhouse and um, supposedly um, um, he put his uh, luggage in the limo. And I believe the... It's, it's a confusing story, to be honest with you. Uh, there was a misplacement of the luggage. Uh, he ended up losing the AEW World title. In the process, the limo driver took the wrong luggage to the airport. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of confusion when it comes to that. Um, but a couple of days later, they ended up finding the AEW World title. And there was an Instagram post by the Tallahassee um, Sheriff's Department of a officer holding the AEW title and saying, hey, Jericho, I have something that belongs to you. Now, there was reports stating that uh, they found the belt on the side of the road. Um, there's a lot of myths, a lot of craziness um, as far as the, um, you know, the, uh, the reports. Um, and to me, it sounds like this is a work. Uh, that's what it looks to me is a work. Um, trying to get, you know how Jericho is. He'll he'll bait the fans. He'll get the fans working on it. And how happy to be something else. And the next thing you know is because he's too calm in these video videos for him to, you know, to act the way he's been acting. I know that the, the day that it was reported that he lost the belt, he was in a jacuzzi. Drinking the old bubble, like he says, and he was just calm, cool, collected, talking about he had hired the best investigators to look into the robbery or the theft of his world title. Then the next day, they ended up reporting they found the title, and then next thing you know, here he is, um, all calm and talk with a belt around his shoulder, um, calm, talking about nobody's gonna take the title away from him. He still wants his thank you. I say Jericho, thank you. Thank you for being part of AEW. Um, but it's just a confusing situation. I don't know what it's gonna go from here. Um, of course, BTE, the, uh, being the elite at the uh, 167, but they were just, that episode was just like a uh, pretty much an episode of behind the scenes of, of the uh, All Out. And you saw Jericho talking about the bubbly, and now there's a shirt for that, you know. And they, I saw a, 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 a post with a bubbly club with a lion and a two bottles of champagne on the bottom. It's hilarious. I have it on my Ultimate One Wrestling News Facebook page if you guys want to see it. Um, but it goes to show you that, you know, Jericho, I think he's working the fans. I really believe he's working the fans. Title was never stolen. I mean, I'm sure Tony Khan would have said something by now. But for him to lose the belt and then they 
they claim they found it on the side of a road in Tallahassee. And, um, you know, and you were like, Tallahassee, how did that end up in Tallahassee when, you know, he was in Chicago? So, it's a lot of crazy myths, a lot of crazy stories, and, you know, a lot of people just going along with it. I, I love it. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with that. Um, also, the Killer Cross situation, Impact Wrestling. Um, there is uh, a problem with Killer Cross as far as he wanting wanting more money. Um, Impact. His contract is not up to like I guess he got 18 months left in his contract, and supposedly Impact is supposed to have taping in Vegas. He's not scheduled to appear. Apparently, he is pissed off at Impact. Supposedly, Impact offered him a six-figure salary in increments of 40000 50000 I think it was a three-year deal, and he turned it down. Um, a lot of people who are Impact fans have uh, been arguing with me online, talking about, oh, Killer Cross, we don't need Killer Cross, uh, we doing fine without Killer Cross. And my question is, are you really doing fine? Because let's be realistic, Killer Cross right now, his stock is high, and the only thing that's holding him back from going to AEW is because he's on the contract. But Impact has lost already um, LAX. They lost Johnny Impact. Um, I forgot who else they lost, but they keep losing guys. But then they're adding ECW Originals. So you don't want to pay the guy who is uh, one of your stars, but you want to pay Rob Van Dam, who passes prime, you want to pay Sabu. Uh, I just heard that they just um, signed Johnny Swinger. This guy hasn't been wrestling since the days of WCW. Um, and you got all these old guys in there. And then I have to hear the Impact fans talking about, oh, you need you need a veterans to um, push the young guys. But let's be realistic. Sabu, Sabu is the badge master. That guy's like 57 years old. This... It's ridiculous. I just don't understand how you guys are accepting this as far as Impact Wrestling is concerned, and you guys are all cool about it. I honestly feel that it's not all that, but who knows? Um, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll be right back after this. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. So, um, as I talk about Impact, Impact right now is, uh, I mean, Impact got the best women's division. I'll give them that. Valkyrie is the longest reigning champion there. You got Jordan Grace. You got, uh, um, Sue Young. You have, uh, uh, Havoc, you know, you have a, 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 a Cesar Blanchard, the number one woman wrestler in the 
country. I don't care what anybody tells tells me, but that's the number one woman wrestler in the country. And you know, it's, it's things like that that you say, hey, look, you, you got a good brand there. But then you look at that right now the taxi division right now. You got the rascals, you got the north. And after that, what do have, what else do you have? You got Brian Cage, who keep who's still hurt because he doesn't. He's in and out. Um, he's not defending the belt as he used to. You got Sammy Callahan, who is the baddest, baddest heel there is. You know what is him and Killer Cross? Those two guys are the baddest heels right now. Um, and then you have um, Michael Elgin. But after that, what do you have? You got ECW Originals, which I, to me, honestly, it's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna do it for me. Not gonna do it for me. Um, I wish they spend the money smart. But Anthem, as far as Anthem, they cheat with their money. And I'm going to say that it's true. Um, they're cheap with the money. I thought WWE fans were uh, were really, really, um, you know, clouded when it comes to their product. But TNA Impact fans are also clouded because they, they're actually accepting these guys who they passed their prime. This is not 1995. This is 2019. We're talking about 24 years later. You still got these guys wrestling. Who I remember back in 2014, they would know as EV2, Extreme Violence Version 2. You know, so it's crazy. Um, news from New Japan: um, Zack Saber Jr. He blamed the uh, United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson for him losing the Red Pro title to Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, that 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 report I found it kind of funny. Um, because you're blaming the prime minister because you lost the belt. But, you know, um, that was an interesting thing to hear. But I believe um, in the destruction shows that are coming up this month, I see uh, Zack Zebra getting the belt back. Um, in the destruction shows in Japan, you're going to see Jay White go after uh, Tazui Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Belt. I see Jay White winning that belt to break up the story against um for him to try to get the belt away from Okada. There was also an interesting thing I saw online and that was um um Kore Ibushi is supposed to fight or wrestle um Kenta and it's called a certified championship match. I don't know what it is unless he's gonna wrestle he's gonna wrestle um Kenta for the right to face um Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. So that's something for you guys to be aware of that's going to be interesting new japan right now it's going to start popping now that the, the g1 climax is over the best of super juniors is over the last three months has been full of tournaments and you know it's crazy but it's worth watching and the tournaments in japan are way better than any tournament that they have in any other promotion which i'll be talking about in a few minutes uh mjf to defend his limitless wrestling world title um, and that is, I believe, um, I don't remember the, the, the uh, promotion, but I guess um, he's re- um, defending his belt. I guess he's still wrestling in independent shows, which I'm not too happy because that means AEW is still allowing these wrestlers to finish up the um, indies shows and still put them out there in danger of them getting hurt. So that's something... To worry about, but uh, MJF defends the limitless wrestling world title against Anthony Green from Revolve, so that'll be interesting. We'll be right back after this.
and we're back. Now let's talk about the King of the Ring flop. Uh, WWE had the King of the Ring tournament, um, and the only reason they did that was because right after New Japan finished the G1 Climax and saw how great that tournament was, they decided, hey, how about if we bring back the King of the Ring? So I'm thinking, okay, great, King of the Ring. They're bringing the King of the Ring. Maybe they'll pay, pay for your King of the Ring. No. Of course, WWE, like always, disappoints us. And they go and do this tournament and bring eight guys. Um, Corbin is in it, which is he's a, he's a jobber. And he's a Mick Card. I don't see him a world champion. Um, then they have Alex, um, Cedric Alexander, Ali. Um, of course, they had the Samoa Joe. Um, this, this goes on. Um, but for the last couple of weeks, they've been wrestling matches in Raw and SmackDown regarding King of the Ring. Now, this week, the semifinals, or, or the quarterfinals, you could say, was um, Cedric Alexander against Barry Corbin, Samoa Joe against, um, I believe, was um, Ricochet, and then uh, um, SmackDown was Chad Gable versus um, Andrade, and then uh, Elias against Ali. So here's the problem I have with that. In Raw, you had, um, oh uh, you had Cedric Alexander against Baron Corbin, but for no apparent reason, without no storyline, AJ Styles attacks Cedric Alexander. Now Cedric Alexander's hurt. Um, he goes out there, he wrestles Baron Corbin, he gets all that he had. Baron Corbin ends up winning. And lately, I, I've been noticing that. Baron Corbin walking around with or sitting down by the throne with the King of the Ring crown and the scepter leads me to believe that most likely he's going to win the whole damn fight. Which will be a terrible freaking idea because this summer we just dealt with a Baron Corbin challenging for the Universal title from um, Seth Rollins. So then we have the Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. Something in the middle of the match where Ricochet and Samoa Joe both chosen for a pin. The referee counts it. Next thing you know, the referee grabs the, the head and said, like, this is Major League Baseball. I'm like, what the hell is this? They're going to review? What kind of crap is this? It was just embarrassing. So now, next week, we're going to have a triple threat match. Baron Corbin, Samoa Joe, and Ricochet. But the winner of that goes to the semifinal. It's horrible. It's very, very horrible. They just bossed, they messed up the whole King of the Ring. And then in uh, SmackDown, of course, we got Chad Gable being Andrade, which was surprising to me because I thought they were going to push Andrade. I guess he hasn't been speaking English well enough for McMahon to push him because that was the, the, the word out in the social media a couple of months ago. Uh, he asked for a push, and McMahon said, Well, if you learn English well enough, I'll push you. And then the next man, Elias. Beating Ali. Why is Elias beating Ali? Mustafa Ali is a great wrestler, and yet you put in with this guitar swinging jerk. Because that's because Elias, I you know, I lost total respect for him as a wrestler. And I'm like, what the heck? Why am I seeing this? It's ridiculous. The King of the Ring tournament has become a joke. And and, and I don't know what to say. I mean the whole WWE right now. 
supposed to do a draft coming up in October. I don't know what that's going to help with. That's not going to help enough. Unless you're going to go and bring Finn Balor to Raw and join them with the, the original club, I don't care. I really don't care. Because the only reason I still watch it is because of the OC, because AJ Styles and Karns and Gallows. But yes, I am a Bullet Club fan through and through, and I want them to join Finn Balor. But we will see. We will definitely see. Um, so then we have Private Party also. They're going to have the last. Um, their Private Party is going to have their last um, ending show also. They're going to face uh, Teddy Hart and JT Dunn. I saw JT Dunn in the House of Glory. He is pretty good. Um, he teamed up with David Starr and, uh, in April. Um, so that's going to be a good match. That's a, that's a go big or go home show. That they having the GPW go pro go pro wrestling wrestling. So private party last um, last um, show the um, indie show will be in uh, I think next week or the ending of this month. Also reports on AEW what happened behind all out after the casino battle royale. Shady gigs and beat Brisbane. They went. They had a big fight behind the stage. With Matt Jackson had to go and interfere and try to calm everything down. They said they say these gigs um, swang at B. Brisley. For whatever reason, they don't know what it is, but it's going to be interesting because now you're going to see how they're going to put them in a matchup, which is going to be great. I, I would love it. Also, um, Scarlett Bordeaux supposedly was seen in NXT Performance Center. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. They would get her because she's blonde. And she's, I mean, she's a hot, hot, hot chick. She's beautiful. That's Killer Cross' girlfriend. And that's what, uh, in one way, I led me to believe that maybe he'll end up going to NXT. But he's still got 18 months in the contract. So that's still up in the air. So who knows what's going to happen with that. But Scarlett Bordeaux is going to... Um, it, it, well, I, I don't know if she's going to NXT, but most likely she will be on NXT since she is not signed with anybody. Also, Ric Flair um, is suing WWE for the trademark of the man. You know that Becky Lynch is the one walking around with that uh, moniker, the man. Well, well, Ric Flair looks like he's broke or he's desperate need of money. Um, went and sued um, WWE for the, for the rights of the, the man gimmick. Um, I don't know. To me, it's just another stupid move from Flair. Like, you really desperate, dude. Like, your own daughter's pissed off about you about this. So, it's ridiculous. So, um, but that is it, guys. Well, actually, no. Ring of Honor. I forgot. Ring of Honor. They're going to have the Global Wars. Again, what I've been saying weeks already. They do not have New Japan in these Global Wars. They have CMML. And we'll see what happens because... I don't know how great it's going to be. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check out the Global Wars and see what that happens there. Maybe. I know Rouge is the number one contender for Fat Team's belt, but we'll see. But anyway, I want to thank everybody who has subscribed to my podcast. I want to give thanks to uh, to the people from India who checked into my podcast, people from Portugal, Canada, Australia, people in the United States. I want to thank you for checking my podcast. Again, my name is Ultimate One. I have a YouTube channel called The Ultimate One Wrestling News. Uh, you can subscribe to that. 
I believe videos there every week and what the stuff is going on in wrestling. Um, I also have my um, my Instagram, my Facebook, and my Twitter. They're all connected to the YouTube uh, channel, so you can click on that. Um, but then again, I thank everybody who support me and support this podcast, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. Uh, leave me feedback, leave me suggestions, leave me whatever you feel like um, you feel that it should better this podcast. Um, this week I, I dropped another one, so I'll give you the latest because I don't know how bad it's going to be this weekend. I know there's not a lot of stuff going on, but I thank you once again, and I hope to hear from you guys. I am the ultimate one coming from New York City. And I hope to hear from you next week.